0: Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts.
1: Okay, so we all know how a VPN protects your privacy and security online, right? But I didn't know this until recently, and it's taken my TV-watching game to the next level. You can use a VPN to unlock movies and shows that are only available in other countries. Over the weekend, I used ExpressVPN to binge Doctor Who on Netflix. It was so simple, I just fired up the ExpressVPN app, changed my location in the U.K., refreshed Netflix, and that's it. See, ExpressVPN hides your IP address and lets you control where you want sites to think you're located. You can choose from almost 100 different countries. Just think about all the Netflix libraries you could go through. But it's not just Netflix. ExpressVPN works with any streaming service, Hulu, BBC iPlayer, YouTube, you name it. There are hundreds of VPNs out there. But the reason I use ExpressVPN to watch shows is because it's ridiculously fast. There's never any buffering or lag, and you can stream in HD no problem. ExpressVPN is also compatible with all your devices, phones, media consoles, smart TVs, and more. So you can watch what you want on the go or on the big screen, wherever you are. If you visit our special link right now, expressvpn.com slash Patrick, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Support the show, watch what you want, and protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash Patrick.
2: Napa Know How. Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts, like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo. That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa, know-how. Napa Know How at participating Napa Auto Parts stores. Exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 33120.
3: Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to ReliabilityInvestment.com. That's ReliabilityInvestment.com.
4: Broadcasting from our mobile Mercedes man cave, this is Dan Patrick.
5: Hour two on this Friday. It's a Traeger meet Friday at that. We got to teach this audience of when to applaud because they, they keep applauding before we actually come on the air. Let's try it again. Welcome to the second hour. There we go. There we go. We need, we need the applause light. I used to think that the audience always applauded when you go to those shows, and then you realize when I went to Letterman or Leno or Fallon, and then there's this big applause sign, and there's somebody out there stirring up the crowd, and I thought, oh, so that's how they do it. I thought that they just cheered the entire time. Uh, for the first time ever, you can experience football's biggest game in 4K HDR. It's on DirecTV. You get uh, 4K four times the display. Uh, resolution of HD. If you don't have 4K, go to at slash Patrick4K. Joe Burrow won the uh, Heisman Trophy and a national title at LSU. Will join us coming up in a little bit. Did you guys see the quote of Lee Steinberg? Lee Steinberg represents uh, Tua to Tonga Bailoa. And he was asked about the Cincinnati Bengals and uh, Joe Burrow. Lee Steinberg, who's been an agent for a long, long time, and had, I think, David Klingler as a client who went number, and Achilles Smith, maybe, who went to the Bengals quarterbacks, uh, he said the following, you want to make sure that your client ends up with a good organization, I'm hoping, since he falls in love with Joe Burrow. Well, Steinberg then said that he was just joking, and uh, he said that uh, he was joking about the Bengals drafting uh, Tua a Uh, Hashtag Bengals. Someone uh, at Bengals on Radio Row was teasing me about Mike Brown. I made a joke. Any client I would have would be happy to go to Cincinnati. Nice city, good folks, he tweeted. Nice try, Lee. Oh, I think you were speaking from the heart there. You don't want Tua to go to Cincinnati. Yes, Paulie. hear that beeping sound of a truck backing up? Yes. Beep, beep, beep. (laughs) Backing up over Lee Steinberg there. Yeah, I'm going to get Paulie keeps saying if you're Joe Burrow, why don't you just say, look, I don't
0: want to go play there. You got I, one shot. No offense. I would take the heat and not go to the Bengals organization. Remember, we had Teddy Bridgewater on a few years ago and, and he didn't announce it. But his agent goes, the Browns may take you. And he and his agent were like, please, no, please yeah. no. Now, they didn't say it publicly and it worked out for him, but they didn't want to go there. He said it after the fact on our show, because
5: I said, oh, I thought you were going to go earlier. He goes, I'm glad I didn't go to the Browns. All right. So
1: poll question: We're going to go with McLevin. So we switched it up. Uh, we asked people, "Are you going to bet on the game in some form?" And actually, 68% said no. I don't know what that oh, was about. Okay. Maybe they're lying. So we changed it up to: Would you rather have a 75-inch <laughs> top-end flat-screen TV or tickets to the game? It was closer than it looked. 59% wanted the tickets to the game. I saw this
5: quote. Uh, Sam farmer of the LA Times put it out. Bruce Arians, the Tampa Bay coach, said. Patrick Mahomes is one of the four smartest players he's ever seen on the the chalkboard, the whiteboard, up there with Peyton and Andrew Luck. He was then asked, who's the fourth guy? And he said, I don't want to say. That way, every other guy I've coached in the league will think that I'm talking about him. That's a good quote uh, that Sam Farmer got. All right, our next guest is primarily known for his disappointing baseball career and incredible luck at marrying the talented and beautiful Sierra. He also happens to play football, and if this interview is anything like the games he played in 2019, it'll start off slow and then he'll come on strong at the end. He's a dear friend of the show, and will definitely say "Go Hawks" at some point very soon. Please welcome the lovely and talented Russell Wilson Jr. third.
4: Whoa, Whoa! What's up, guys? My guys! Look at this! What's up, brother? And Russ running on here. Well, go Hawks.
5: Yeah, there you go. Got it
4: out of the way. Uh I gotta start with the jacket here. Yep. You,
5: you got like orange corduroy.
4: Well, you know, I feel like I'm uh in Miami and obviously, you know, I had to bring some color to the to the to the area you know so it'll be a little vibrant for you. Paulie is already shopping online for that. I, I was <laughs> crushing Vermont with that, Ross. Yeah, he, he he tried to take it off my back <laughs> yeah. that backstage. That stage. looks good, though. Yeah. Looks, you. Looks, looks, how you doing? Great, man. How you been?
5: Uh, I'm good. Congrats on baby number
4: three. Yes, it's exciting. Baby number three is coming yeah. on the way. Okay. So fired up by that. When is the baby due? I can't tell you all that. Yeah. Why? Because I, mean, I don't want the whole world to know that. Well, you
5: told the whole world you're having
4: another yeah, baby. Yeah, but, you know, it's, 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 it's due within the next nine months.
5: So it's probably due in the next – usually you like to wait a certain amount of time. So I'm going to guess seven months from now.
4: Who knows? Okay. You, may, you may be on. You may okay. be on. We want to come up. Do you know what it is? Um, not yet. We're going to find out soon, though. You know, what, what do you think it is? You have a 50-50 chance. So. I think it's a girl. You think it's a girl? Yeah. You know, the funny thing is, is my brother's had all girls, you know, and, uh, you know, so he's had three girls so far. Uh, I had Sienna, so you know I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure about my odds right now. I got three girls too. Really? And, and, and a boy. Oh, What's the girls girl?
5: are awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so every
4: day I get to see Sienna. It's
5: like well, they're I with see... you the rest of your life. Like my son might come back into my life at some <laughs> point. You know, he's off traveling the world. My my girls are always going to be there. They'll take care of me when I'm old.
4: Well, the funny thing about it, it's like Sienna and I is like. You know, as soon as as soon as your baby's born, it's like you're automatically protective. You're automatically like, <laughs> right. no boys, nothing. Yeah. Here, 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 you know, so I'm already playing that in my head now. All
5: right, we were going to come up with names here. Do you uh, for your baby? How about McLovin? Ooh, McLovin yes. Wilson. Uh, McLovin, do you have a name for uh, Rust's baby?
1: Yeah, it was it was McLovin. Oh,
5: <laughs> <it was. laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm serious. Okay. Um, pretty what do you have? Huh?
1: I'm rooting for a daughter, so they, they can call the baby Briara. Third <laughs> child, right?
2: Yeah, third child. I'm writing these down. No, wait, no.
5: You wear number three? I do. So. Friara. Friara.
1: Works with both. Triara. Third kid, number three. What, what else could you possibly you a name Boy, name? you could
5: call it Trey. Even Russell can't pretend he likes No, that. no. Yeah. No, the <laughs> Russ was like, uh. Am I on camera? Yes, you are. I got to react in an appropriate
6: way. Seaton. I'm going with a nod to uh, your alma mater there. I'm going Madison. Madison.
4: Madison, Wisconsin. Right. Yeah, bring it back to Madison. I got one of my former teammates, team? Maddie. I got one of my former teammates in the crowd right now from Madison. So. All right. Okay. M- my guy, Maddie. Maddie. Yeah. All
0: right. Paulie. What's up, Brett? This Brad? is too easy, Russ. If it's a boy, Hawk Wilson.
4: Oh. You said Hawk Wilson. Oh. Hawk Wilson. That's good. I like it. it seems, seems tenacious. Every
0: morning like he, he goes to school. Again, I'm like, go Hawk. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> go Hawk.
4: I, I like think it's it. good.
5: good. What? What if it's a girl?
0: Hawk Wilson. <laughs> oh,
4: okay. Yes. Whatever. That doesn't Hawk. matter. No middle name?
0: No, no, it's a waste of time. Yeah, yeah, She's do dominating. The middle, names.
4: middle names are useless, huh? Well, no. Sometimes
5: that you bring him in there. Like he'll do. What is your middle name? My middle name is Carrington. Russell Carrington
4: Wilson. <laughs> It yeah. should
5: be Russell Wilson carrying the heart. That
4: laugh was way too hard. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. You know, in the quarterback room, I mean, you'd be fine for that. Oh, I would be. Oh yeah, for sure. Wait, I'm not allowed to laugh at you. You're allowed to laugh for sure, but that that, uh, that, that excessive
5: line? laugh. Oh, okay. Was, was too much. I try it again. What's your middle name?
4: Russell Carrington Wilson. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a fine too. No enthusiasm. <laughs>
5: How, who is the uh, the uh, kangaroo court there and at, at the with the Seahawks?
4: Well, technically, it's it's kind of everybody's part, partially the judge, but I'm the real Supreme Court judge. You are, yeah. So, uh, give me an example of a violation. Well, first of all, throwing somebody on the bus—that's one. Uh, another thing would be, um, you know, bad hygiene. That's another. You know, yeah, you have some guys that'll come in and they'll—we call it shower pill—they'll literally come in and just, uh, you know, not really take a shower. And that's a, that's a fine for so sure. they do a drive by, yeah, just, just
5: kind of a yeah. quick a, rinse.
4: A, a bad part, that's one. I get fined for that sometimes. Like oh, um, you yeah. Know, so how much goes, how much does a bad part cost? That's about that's about thirty five dollars. Thirty five dollars. Yeah. Okay. Depends how bad it is though, <laughs> right? So, you know, sometimes you may be sick, so we'll give you a little grace. But if it's really bad and you don't give any warning, that's that's not good. Are you letting the hair grow long? I'm letting it go long right now. Like, what do you think? It it looks it looks full. I don't
5: know. Are you looking for this is a like moderate? European rust? Okay. This is like oh, Euro rust. Oh
4: really? Yeah. yeah. This is like long hair.
5: Like like Mulder, Mulder Peyton had that in the seventies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had that that look. Well, That's a good one. To now, do you use an there.
4: activator on that? No. It's just water, shampoo, conditioner, and that's pretty much it. I like it. I put it. a little lotion. It's a little trick. Actually, learned a long time ago. Okay, my grandmother taught me. Does your wife pick out your clothes? Does she pick out my clothes? Yeah. No, but uh, she definitely does give me the look like. uh... Don't wear that. Does she have veto power? If she goes like this. Oh, okay. And she closes one eye to one guy. It's it's a no.
5: Now, if she asks you how she's looking. Oh, you look great, babe. No matter what. It's it's true. She looks great.
2: It doesn't really matter.
5: I I figure you're rooting for the Chiefs because you can't root for the Niners, right?
4: I'm not rooting for anybody. I'm rooting for Hawk. you know? Go Hawk. yeah. But uh, I think um, to watch this game is going to be a great game because obviously the defensive line, you know, the 49ers are spectacular. Uh, and then, you know, that, that caused a lot of havoc. We got to play them twice, and they were epic games. I mean, it felt like it was the NFC Championship game in both of those games and you know, how that game went down. Uh, and then, and obviously, Patrick Mahomes, he's a star. He's got so many weapons. I mean, these guys that he has, you know, running around the field, the track stars that can catch. They can all do a lot of great things. And uh, Kelsey's a big factor, too. So, uh, I think that, I think his ability to scramble will will probably be the separator in this game. I love Legion of Zoom, the Legion next Zoom. name for the Chiefs. That's what they name the it? The wide receivers. Oh, nice. How good is
5: that? That's a good one. Not as good as Legion of Boom, but yeah. Legion-, Legion of Boom is the story. Doesn't the Chiefs, it feels like they could field a 4 by 100 relay team. Oh, for sure. they. And they would
4: have backups. Yeah. <laughs> like, is Tyreek the fastest guy in the league? I would think so, for sure. But you just, that one game, I don't remember what game it was, but he caught up to the guy, and that was incredible. I've never seen anything like that. Ever. All right. What is that if, if Patrick Mahomes called you up and said,
5: "Hey, Russ, got anything for me with the Niners?"
4: Uh, I mean, I think I think take what they give you because they're going to play play off some and you know try to uh, you know make, make them throw completions all the way down the field because they're going to bet that hey our defense line will get to him at some point, point. and then when he has a chance to scramble, you got to make those plays, you know, because the scrambling part of it is going to be key. You know, can can the defensive line get to him? Can Bosa get to him? Uh, can Armstead, can those guys get to him? So I think that's going to be key in the separator in this game is the up-tempo and the scrambling part of what Mahomes can do or what he may not be able to do. Did the Niners say anything to you when you the, played against do, them? Do they, did they say anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, they, they talk a little bit. You like know, what? what? What is said? Well, I mean, I I think that uh, throughout the game, I, I don't say anything because of the times that I have said something <laughs> in my career, it's been three times. Happened to me in college once. I talked a little trash, said too much, and uh, the next play was not good. And then it happened to me in my rookie year and my second year. So ever since, I've never said really anything uh, outside of you know, uh, you know, talking to my guys. But what do they say to you? Uh, they try to get in my head. They tell you, "Oh, you're, you're short." You know, <laughs> they don't really have anything creative. You know, but, don't you know uh, that you're short? I mean, yeah, quit, quit sliding, You know, oh, uh, all that kind of stuff. You know, did Bosa say anything to you? Not really, you know. He's a uh, he's a playmaker, though. He, uh, you know, he, I, to me, I, I'm one of those guys that I respect guys who who, who can really play. So, um, you know, I'll, I'll give him a shout out, man. Like, that was a nice play, bro. You know, that kind of thing. And we'll back and forth. He'll say the same thing. Kind of thing.
5: But do you think that you could be nice to him, and then that they'll be nicer to you?
4: I mean, maybe that works. I don't know. I, I don't think they really care.
1: I think, I think the whole goal is to take my head
4: off half the time. Um, um, but the one guy I don't talk much to is Sherm because I know he'll win. You know, because he's, he's such a good trash talker, so I don't even bother with it. It's like, it's like dealing with Gary Payton, you know. Sometimes you just don't try. Oh,
5: that's a good call. Gary Payton was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, but Sherm is waiting for somebody to engage with him.
4: Yeah, he, he's waiting
5: for it. It, it kind of, like, gets him motivated. We're talking to Russell Wilson. Uh, you know, I started to think about this, too, when – you know, you have that chip on your shoulder. Yeah. You know, Brady had it. It feels like these guys, and you carry it forever. Uh-huh. You're going to the Hall of Fame, but at what point do you take that chip off your shoulder and maybe create something? I mean, it's hard for some, you to say, "Hey, nobody, you know, respects me or I don't get any publicity." I mean, you're one of the great. You're the guy I would have if a game is on the line in a two-minute drill. Like you've yeah. proven yourself.
4: Well, I don't think the chip ever leaves. I think the 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 mindset of a champion—it uh, wakes up thirsty. It wakes up hungry, you know. And if you want to be great, it's got to be something that you think about. Did you about read that in a book a or something? Did you? No, Did I, you think I literally <laughs> just thought of it. Um, um, but, but you know, it kind of just came together as one. Um, but it's, it's true. It's, it really, it really does happen that way. You know, I, I think about you know trying to be great every single day. And one of the things that I um, that I think about—it's not just trying to be great on the field. Because if you just try to be great in the field, and you know, you're gonna be let down at some point, you know. But if you can try to be great in, in, in all in all your categories, you know, I, I was uh, at the Pro Bowl, and you know, Bill um, Green actually was. I got to talk to him. He played 20 years in the NFL. Yeah. And he talked about uh, being great in all five categories of your life. You know, and the first thing he said is your faith. Uh, the second thing was your 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 your, your, your relationship with your wife. The, the third thing he said with your family. The fourth thing he said with your profession, whatever your profession is and then he said the fifth thing was with your community community be be 100% in all five categories and i love that i love that breakdown and that analogy because you can't be great 100% for all 20 things but the five you can manage and the energy and the focus and the detail and, and the love and the passion that you put in all five of those things those are the things that you can control and that's how you become great and so you know for me I, that, that edge that that thirst that hunger every is is every morning
5: I saw you tweeted out a picture a celebrity softball game with uh, Kobe.
4: Yeah, yeah.
5: When was that? Is that the that first, was the uh, first time we met after the Super Bowl.
4: We won. And uh, we had uh, – Sherm actually had an awesome softball, uh, you know, game. out. out in, uh, it was currently – it was Safeco Field back then, now T-Mobile Park and um, in Seattle. And we had a bunch of people there, and, and, and they had a bunch of celebrities and everything else. And my, my favorite celebrity I got to meet was Kobe, you know, and, and be around him a little bit because – one, he was so gracious. He was so amazing with people, you know. And you know, there's there's really two people that I've always noticed that with, um, Kobe Bryant and Magic Johnson. I remember I met Magic Johnson my rookie year, and he was amazing with these with these young kids that all came up to him. And he just was so patient. Um, and Kobe was the same way. He was he was a teacher. He taught things, obviously the game of basketball, but he taught. Taught how to love. He taught how you know with his kids and stuff. He always brought them around. He he, 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 he taught other. He would teach other kids you know and, and other and other us players you know as you know uh, you know a young young buck in the NFL you know how to do things and so. It was always cool to be around him in that sense. And so, anyways, I, I, that that picture though um, was was two moments. I, I had the picture of my arms out, he his arms up, and uh, <laughs> that was after he had an awesome. I think he hit a home run in that play. It was, it was a cool play. And then the, there was another picture where I'm kind of sneaking up behind him, and I'm, I'm, I actually did a trick play on him. He was on third base, and he he would kind of sneak off the bag, you know. And I had I, I did the hidden ball trick. Yeah. And he, you know, hey Kobe. You're, at, you're, you're out. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it's, it's sad. You know, obviously, to think about you know what he's, what it, you know him going and Gigi and the, all the families because he's meant so much to so many people in, in the sport of basketball. And uh, you know, I, I I I used to fly helicopters. You know, I, I, I stopped that, the moment that I heard that. You know, it was, it was you know it's. So you would use yeah.
5: helicopters to get yeah back I and I would fly
4: them. Yeah, and um, I would go you know L.A. Seattle all that stuff and no fly more. them and. Um, but no, no more for me.
5: Uh, you're working for NFL Flag.
4: Yeah. It's exciting. Huge How many businesses are you in, Russ? Well, I, I got a few. You know. yeah. <laughs> you're Easton like Ma- Mark Wahlberg. that's. You're yeah. like in a lot of things. Well, you know, for me, whenever I was in high school and college, I, I was always busy. I took 18 credits, played two sports. Be, me being busy, it, it keeps me focused. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so West East is my biggest company. It's uh, kind of my holding company. It's my incubator for everything, all my thoughts, all my ideas, all the things we do, my production company, my management company. So we do everything out of there. So it's, it's pretty exciting what we've been able to do with West East. And, but the, the cool part uh, with NFL Flag is really exciting because we're going global. Uh, I get to be, you know, co-owner and, and chairman of NFL Flag in partnership with the NFL and reigning champs. It's a really exciting thing. There's over 500,000 kids currently that are playing flag football and in America and through NFL flag. And, it, and it's really exciting oh, what wow. they're doing. And, you know, we, me, me and Sierra, we've been going on this kind of um, global trip, you know, for the past couple of years. We've gone to China, we've gone to Brazil, we've gone to UK and, and uh, being very intentional about where we're going and how we're doing and gone to Canada. And, and football is really growing there. And the cool part is is that boys and girls are playing. We, we went to Brazil. I'll give you an example. We went to Brazil uh, last, last spring, last summer. And when we were there – first of all uh you know carnival was amazing <laughs> but also we i got to meet uh and spend a lot of time with about 120 kids that were um that were that were playing flag football and boys and girls all different ages and everything else and one of the cool things that i that i figured out and talked to them about is they, they, they saw the game and said you know when we see the game in american football they said it seems like we can't do it like you know it seems very expensive first of all it seems like it's doesn't make sense for us to do because they're, they're so used to playing soccer and basketball. There's a ball and a goal, you know, and there's a soccer ball and two goals. And the reality about flag football is it gives it gives kids the potential to learn the game, experience the game, and play it anywhere and everywhere. And uh, you know it's affordable and it's safe and it's exciting to be partnered up with uh, you know obviously NFL Flag and to be a to, to be co, you know co-owner and chairman of that with with the team.
5: It's great to see you and uh, congrats on uh, the baby news there. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what want to think How about for a girl, Carol?
4: Carol. You know, my, my grandmother's name So uh Pete Carroll? <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Uh, I don't know.
5: Oh, oh, you don't want
4: to M- do... Maybe, yeah, it, it, that's like too close. <laughs> like, I love Pete. I, I, how about a boy? But beast, that's too close. How about Beast Mode for a boy? <laughs> beast Mode. Maybe it's the middle name. Beast Mode. Carol maybe, maybe beast, beast Mode. Maybe. <laughs> uh, it's great to see you, Russ. Thank you, man. Thank, Thank you, guys. Always great. We Thank love
5: you. It. Thank Always you. Thank <laughs> All right, you guys. Russell Wilson, thing? Jr., the third. We'll take a
2: break. Home, baby. Joe Burrow will join us coming up next year on the Dan Patrick Show.
1: Everyone knows that hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. And growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. I'm talking about ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. And it's technology it identifies people with the right experience invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates faster. In fact, after posting your job to ZipRecruiter, you'll be amazed by how many great candidates you get almost immediately. With results like that, it's no wonder that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com. That's ZipRecruiter.com. Slash D-A-N-P-A-T-R-I-C-K. ZipRecruiter.com slash Dan Patrick.
2: Napa Know How. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott Racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa
6: know-how.
2: At participating Napa auto parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends
3: 331.20. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Nick McLovin, the poll question today.
1: Would you rather have a, the brand-new 75-inch TV, high-end, or hotel and tickets to the game in Miami? 59% want to go to the game. Okay. That's pretty high that wanted the TV. I know. You know, the other thing was,
5: Russell Wilson has as much energy as anybody that we've had, right? I mean, it's crazy.
0: I, like, I I start to sweat just listening to well, him. He does sound like a motivational speaker Yes, he sometimes, does. and he gets you to think, like, yeah, you can do something you don't think you can do.
5: All right, 877-3DP-SHOW, uh, email address dp at danpatrick.com. We uh, make way for our next guest, and the official introduction, our following guest Fulfilled the dream of every little boy in Ohio winning a national title for LSU. He threw 60 touchdowns this season. 60. Usually we try to do something negative in these intros and keep our guests humble, but I'm having a hard time doing that. He was just okay in the game against Auburn. I guess we'll go with that. Please welcome our next guest, Joe Burrow. Good to meet you. Good I to meet, meet you Joe. Well. Yeah. Uh, you have uh, Russell Wilson who just walks off stage. Not and a basketball player. Yeah, I know. I, you hadn't met him before, right? I am not, no. Then all of a sudden you're trading numbers.
7: Yeah, that was awesome. How that was you, awesome. How would you sum up what's happened in the last year for you? It's hard to. It's uh, it a long road from where everyone's talking about me last June to right now. So it's been crazy. Explain what happened at Ohio
5: State that put you in that position. So those that don't know that story, what happened at Ohio State?
7: Yeah, so JT Barrett, four-year starter there. I went in knowing I was going to be a backup for for two to three years, um, depending on if JT left early. And then Dwayne came in, Dwayne Haskins, and... You know, we were battling for two years, and then JT's last year, me and Dwayne were battling for the backup job, and before the decision was made, I broke my, my throwing hand. So I kind of set me back a little bit, couldn't really throw the way I wanted to all year, and then, you know, we had the battle after JT left in, in spring ball, and he ended up winning out. And then you just said to your dad? And I graduated in three years, and so I, I could go and play immediately. Did LSU find you, or did you find LSU? You no, know, it was – I think they found me – um, coach Bill Bush was at was at Ohio State with me for a year, and he became the safeties coach at LSU. And he, you know, stood on the table for me with Coach O. He's like, "If we get this guy, we're gonna win the national championship." He said that um, two days ago, and so he kind of stood on the table, and then uh, they started watching film with me. Fell in love with me, and I went on a visit, and I fell in love with them. Okay, wait. So they, he said, if we bring
5: in Joe, we're going to win the national title. Yeah. Did, did you know that he said that to Coach O? I did,
7: yeah. That's a little bit of pressure there, Joe. Not, I mean, maybe a little, but, you know, that's what I wanted to do. So that's, when he said that to me, I got fired up. I was like, yeah, let's do it. But you, I don't know where your confidence comes from, because it feels like there's just, it's not cocky, but it's confident. Yeah, it comes from preparation. You know, I win. I win the games on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I don't win them on Saturday. So I'm, I, I'm confident because I understand what the defense is doing before they do it, and that's that's where my confidence comes from on Saturdays. Where'd you learn that, JT? JT Barrett. Barrett? Yeah, I, that's that's how I learned to. You know, I watched film throughout all high school and all that, like like quarterbacks do. My dad taught me a little bit about it, but you know, I really learned how to prepare like a pro from JT. Do You have any doubts? Any doubts about myself? Yeah. No. Nothing. No. Why would I? Well, you're going into the NFL. Yeah, and it's going to be very, very difficult, but I'm confident that I'm going to work just about as hard, if not harder, than everybody else. And, you know, if I'm – I might be a good player. I might not be a good player, but I know I'm going to work my hardest to be the best player I can be. Were you a Browns fan growing up? So I was – so my dad being a coach, I moved around a lot when I was really young, and then I moved to Ohio, and Reggie Bush got drafted to the Saints, and, and Drew Brees is with the Saints, and so I, because of those two guys, I, I was kind of a Saints fan growing up a little bit, and kind of transitioned to a Browns fan later in my high school career. Did you meet Drew Brees yet? I did. Yeah, well, was like. Like. that was awesome. Yeah, I tried to keep it together as the best <laughs> I could, but we were talking, and I would just talk ball, and I was standing there like acting super cool, like yeah, on third down they're gonna do this and all that good stuff. Uh,
5: and Drew's been a friend of the show for for a long time, and and we had him read his draft profile, so we found all these negative things that were said prior to going into the NFL. He was so mad reading it, <laughs> and he said, "Can I keep the keep, Can I keep this piece of paper? I want to put it in my locker because I want it as motivation." Yeah. So here's a guy who's first ballot Hall of Fame, but here he is saying to himself, "You know, JJ Watt did the same thing. These guys are like, can I keep this? I'm like, yeah, go ahead, keep it. Whatever they're saying. What have you seen draft profiles on you of, of what they say?
7: No, I've seen a couple of things, but not 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 extensively. Any, so any negatives that they've said about you that stand out? You no, know, the whole thing, my old career has been my arm strength. So I'm sure that's, <laughs> that's one of them without having looked
5: at it. Yeah, but I wonder about that, that if I said the one thing you have to have as a quarterback, what's the one thing you, every quarterback has or greatness that you have that?
7: So it's not – so you want to have timing and accuracy. That's, But the timing and accuracy comes from understanding the – the offense and the defense. So, it all starts with the brain. You got to be smart, um, but then you got to be accurate and be able to throw on time as well. So, you got to understand the ins and outs of the offense, so you can use your eyes to manipulate the defense. Then you have to understand what the defense is doing, so you can do that as well and open up win- windows wider than what they usually are to to throw on time. And then you got to throw accurately.
5: How many times do you go to the line of scrimmage this year and say this is going to be a touchdown?
7: A lot <laughs> not I threw 60 so probably
5: 30 how do you hide it when you know you got the you got you got the right
7: play I try code. to look away from the guy I'm gonna throw to the best I can
5: but you know when you see coverage and know what you called and it's just a matter of you put the ball in the right yeah, place. as
7: long as you know certain plays are just me making plays or our receivers making plays but a lot of them are are schemed up plays against a certain coverage and when I see that coverage I'm I'm pretty excited. As long as we, as long as the line holds up for two seconds, then we'll get, we'll throw it. Any trash talk in the national title game? No, not to me too much.
5: Um, what do they say when somebody does trash talk you?
0: You know, there's
7: a lot at the beginning of the year, and I never start the trash talk, but I think you can see it, I usually finish it. <laughs>
5: so, you know, they. The see, Auburn game, it felt like there was a little.
7: There was a little in the Auburn game, yeah. Um, But usually about the third quarter, people stop talking trash to me. Well, then there was that – the interception and then you got hit and then that
5: defensive lineman standing over you. UCF? Yeah. Oh, okay. That was was 2018, yeah.
7: yeah. Yeah. That had to hurt. It didn't hurt as much. I just – it knocked the wind out of me, so I couldn't breathe. I was pretty disappointed in myself that I didn't pop right back up. Usually when I get hit – I pop right back up. But that one, I just couldn't breathe, so I had to stay down for a second. Do
5: you understand what Coach O was saying all the time? Most of the time, yeah. <laughs> Most of the time.
7: Once
4: he
5: gets
7: going, I, I try to pick out every, like, third or fourth word. <laughs> yeah. When My first year there, was difficult during the games because he gets fired up and starts, you know, reverts back to his southern Louisiana Cajun accent. Do you but, just nod your head? Yeah, yeah. You got it. You got it, Coach. You got it. Uh, what have you heard from the Bengals? Nothing really. It's hard. You know, I haven't talked to any teams yet. You know, we're, you can't really talk to them and tell the combine too much. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you well, want to hear from the Bengals? Look, whenever you're in the conversation for the number one pick, it's obviously a dream come true. Um, but they, I know they have a process to go through. I have a process to go through. So that's, it's a long ways away. But is being number one or going to the right team the most important to you? Combination of both. Yeah, You know, you want to go number one, but you also want to go to a great organization that's committed to winning, committed to winning Super Bowls. Yeah, because it feels like that, you know,
5: people can't believe that you'd want to go play for the Bengals. Like, why would you? And I said, well, do you want to pull an Eli and say that I don't want to play there? And then they go, well, you're from Ohio. I go, well, that doesn't mean that you're a Bengal fan. <laughs> yeah. This is a business decision.
7: Yeah, I mean, so, you know, there's a lot of factors that go into it. My dream always has been to play in the NFL, and that's, I mean, the fact that I'm sitting on here being in the conversation of the number one pick is honestly crazy to me, watching the draft growing up, watching the guys walk out and hold their jerseys. So, you know, there's there's a lot of things that go into it, but it's a huge honor. Dolphins got a couple of number one picks here. I heard, I heard something about that. Yeah. yeah.
5: How do you look in the uh, Dolphin colors here?
7: I don't know. I've never worn teal Teal. blue like that before.
5: (laughs) Well, how do you you look? You got the tiger stripes already with LSU, and now the Bengals there. I think I can pull off just about any color. Oh, all right. I like that. What are you drinking there, by the way?
7: Yeah, we got a little Bolt 24, um, the new Gatorade product that, uh, you know, Gatorade, everyone knows what Gatorade is. You drink it on the field to to stay hydrated, but this Bolt 24 is is the -the off-the-field drink. Uh, It's got antioxidants, electrolytes, all that good stuff. Um, and I'm, I'm super excited to be partnering with them. It's an elite brand. You glad the Bengal questions are over? Yeah. You are?
5: <laughs> I wondered if that's why you took a sip. So let me, let me break that up there. So you're not talking about the Bengals. Um, favorite football player growing up besides breeze. How did you
7: become a Reggie Bush fan? I mean, did you watch him in college? Yeah, but I didn't mean he was my favorite player. Uh, it, I mean, he was my favorite player. But I mean, you were a USC fan. No, I was a Reggie Bush fan. I mean, I was a Nebraska fan growing up because you know my dad yeah. and both my brothers played there, and so I was a diehard Nebraska fan. Did they recruit you? They did not. Oh no, yeah, that one that hurt. That hurt real bad. Yeah, that's where I wanted to go.
5: So wait, you, you, your brothers and your dad, and your your dad didn't have any poll there to say or your brothers to say we you, thought we did. We thought we did. <laughs> we thought we did. <laughs> Wow. That's got to be, that's got to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Did your brothers make fun of you that you didn't get, you know, brothers can be. No, they just weren't very happy with the program. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't very happy.
7: Well, I think you did all right there. Yeah, I think I did all right.
5: Uh, Congrats. Did you keep any uh, souvenirs from this year?
7: Yeah, I got a hat with with all the confetti in it from after the game. You know, like they have in the Hall of Fame cases. They just put the hat there and all the confettis in there. So I got that in my apartment.
5: Uh, the, the dance you had after you won, did you see that video? Yeah, I saw the video. Okay. What exactly is that dance? That the gat. The gat. Yeah. Okay. Because I didn't know if you knew how to dance. and then I, I, I dance I, a little bit. No, I was yeah. told that, that you were actually doing the dance correctly. Yeah.
7: It's not really a dance, though, John. No, I guess not. You know, it's a, it's uh, a move. It was kind of the, the theme song of our championship run. It kind of started in the SEC championship Best athlete on your team was who? Clyde Edwards Elair, No question. No question. Really? Unreal. He's gonna play for twenty years. Really? Yeah. Well, he was spectacular. You know, he had some moves where he I mean, went. everyone looks at all my stats because we threw the ball so much and we had great guys on the outside as well, but I mean Clyde is Clyde's a different beast. Don't you have a defensive back who could play wide receiver as well? I think we got a couple of them. Yeah. You know, we got Grant. Christian and and Stingley, and, and Stingley's, I mean, he's he's the best young player that I've ever seen. I just think that if I'm LSU, I'd
5: have him play offense next year as well, because he might, might already be the best defensive back in the nation.
7: Right? Yeah, he might as well move on to something else and try it. <laughs> A new challenger. Yeah. But that had to help you in practice going against these guys. So when he, so Derek... Came as a true freshman and, and did some. You know they have the early signing day now, so they can come for bowl practice. So 2018, he was doing the bowl practice with us, and I was throwing his. I was throwing his way every single time just to see if. You know he lived up to all the hype, and yeah, he did super <laughs> early. Uh,
5: good luck with this whole process, there, There's Joe. Yes, yeah. and uh, it'll go by quickly. Try to have fun with it. Uh, Bolt 24 by Gatorade. Bolt 24 off the field hydrator. Uh, to learn more about this, drinkbolt 24com Joe Burrow, we're back after this
6: on the Dan Patrick Show. Hey, sports fans. I have a daily sports podcast I want to tell you about from Wondery and The Athletic. It's called The Lead. Now, Wondery have produced some of my absolute favorite podcasts, and The Athletic... They're some of the best storytellers in the sports business, and they have a podcast every weekday morning. The lead brings you a deep dive into the biggest sports stories of the day from the athletics all-star team of local and national sports writers. Uh, Stories like, you know, that 49ers running back that's just come out of nowhere and dominating, or a deep dive into the Zion era. It is upon us, and what does it mean for the NBA all of that, and much, much more. So if you're looking for the full story behind last night's scores and today's hot takes, make sure you subscribe to The Lead from Wondery and The Athletic on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And to give you a taste of what we're talking about, we're going to play a quick clip from The Lead at the end of this episode. So stick around for that. All right? Enjoy.
1: Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcast one.com clicking on the support this podcast button. And there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and of course, supporting. And now back to the show.
2: Napa, no! Right now, only at Napa, AAA members get a 20% discount. So you can avoid getting stranded on the side of the road by picking up some quality parts like batteries, brake pads, and more. Meaning you can prevent the problem before it ever becomes a problem. Bravo! That's 20% off for AAA members. Quality parts, helpful people, that's Napa know-how.
1: Napa know-how!
2: At participating Napa auto parts stores, exclusions apply. May not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 331.20.
3: Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. Last
5: year, we celebrated our first graduating class, Dan Patrick's School of Sportscasting at Full Sail University. Now, your degree is in sportscasting, not communications, not broadcasting, and I helped design the curriculum you get all aspects of sportscasting from in front of the camera, behind the camera, podcasting, radio, and everything in between. And the program is growing. We have 300 students in uh, the program right now at Full Sail University. I uh, make my way to Orlando on campus four times a year. You can also take classes online. If you want to learn more about the Dan Patrick School of Sportscasting, go to fullsail.edu slash Dan Patrick. Joe Burrow is a guy who is not afraid. When I said, you know, are, are you afraid of what? You're going into the NFL? No. He's going to be prepared. He's pretty confident there. And, you know, we got to have McLovin try to catch some passes from Joe Burrow in the uh, live look. And you did well. You got the first two.
1: I think he just can't help but throw completions. I mean, like, what did he complete, like 75% last year? He he threw you open there, as they uh, like to say. How do you think he handled the Cincinnati questions?
5: Uh, I think that was the only time he might have been nervous about and you know everything else he was pretty confident but uh you know you got to be non-committal I, I think people get caught up in well hey he's from Ohio you're going to want to play in Ohio he's from all over you know he's born in Iowa he, he was in Nebraska doesn't mean he's going to go I did like the Reggie Bush one Reggie Bush why Reggie Bush Did you see him play <laughs> yes I did see him play yes he
6: it's kind of interesting that he really wanted to go to Nebraska and, yeah. and they didn't recruit him. But if he had gone to Nebraska, he might not be sitting here today.
5: Oh, he probably wouldn't be. Yeah, you know? but, I mean, that's where you're trying to find quarterbacks, and sometimes quarterbacks find you. You know, here's Nebraska, and your dad and your two brothers play at Nebraska. And you get Ohio State wants you, yeah. but Nebraska did not want you club. Uh, Nebraska, they don't want good quarterbacks. So. <laughs> wow. Oh, well, no, actually, Taylor
1: Martinez is pretty good. Yeah, he, yeah. yeah,
5: he's been there like seven years. Though. He has feels been there like, a long time. Yeah, so. but joe, Joe's joe got some confidence there. Feels like wherever he's going to go, he'll be ready for it. Yeah, yeah? he's done. You know, taller than you think. Uh, but I think he'll border right on if somebody thinks he's cocky or confident.
1: Yes, McLovin. When I made the joke, I'm like, hey, good news. We have uh, JT Barrett and Dwayne Haskins uh, coming to replace you, throwing to me. He goes, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, he didn't laugh. He didn't, no, no, no. No, he did not. Yes, Tom. No, he didn't appreciate that at all. I thought I thought all three of those, because you were talking to in the beginning, I thought he was going to fire it at you, all three. Of them, the first two, he let you off the hook a little bit.
5: I give you credit, though, McLovin, because you broke your finger, I think, last year. Catch oh, yeah. yeah. Kirk Cousins. Yeah. You, you broke your finger.
1: Well, these footballs are fully inflated. You know, like, where's the deflator when we need them? Well, we
5: did ask him, do you want one that's got a little less air? And he goes, no, no, and I get pumped up.
1: Yeah, I was surprised because he's not like a huge hand guy. You know, I don't know. We'll find out his hand measurements soon. We should have measured
5: his hand while he was
1: here. Paulie? My bad. Come on. Left my tape at home. Yeah. All right. We uh,
5: spent a lot of time on this that uh, Tua Tonga Bailoa was on yesterday, and we were watching him walk up to the set. And, of course, he had the dislocated hip, and uh, he's been rehabbing that. I thought he looked pretty good when he was walking up here. The Danettes go, nope, we're going to show you the video. And, uh, Seaton, if you want to give us – now, we're showing that video right, right now.
6: Right. If you watch, he keeps his hand, his left hand on his left hip the entire time, and then sort of – Takes his time sitting Ooh. down. How are you? Watch the video okay. again. Watch his left hand. It okay. stays pressed against his hip right there. Okay. Left now, hand, left hip.
5: Now I do have a one little facet of this that may ruin your investigation. Yeah. I believe he dislocated his right hip. Ooh. So he's got his hand on
6: no, that's uh, our right. Oh, his left. right. His left? That's our right.
5: Yeah, uh, I think it's his right hip that got dislocated.
6: Oh. So he his has, had his hand on
5: his left hip.
6: Maybe he's overcompensating oh. by... I think there's more to this story. You do? No, not really. I thought there was. I thought there was. You no, were so excited. He goes, you know what? Did, Did he was, you see? He was walking with his hand on his hip.
5: Yeah. Like, he... He was struggling with his hand on his hip. And I go, but that's his left hip. Yes. And I go, but didn't he his right hip.
0: <laughs> yes, Paul. But that's what we were doing yesterday. Like, well, he eased into that chair a little too much like what I would ease into a chair. Yeah. And I'm old and out of shape. But he did bring an orthopedic seat cushion with him to sit down. Which he did was, not he bring didn't. an orthopedic. No, he did Very not. Very telling. No, he did not. Oh. Maybe not.
5: You know, when I was asking him about Coach Saban, I said, you know, because we've had Alabama players on, and they always say that Saban will say things like "D's nuts." (laughs) Like
0: like, you just, you just. Who gave that to us? Josh Jacobs of the Raiders? Josh Jacobs. That's his greatest contribution. Because I had heard that Coach likes to say that,
5: and and so I said, is that true? And then he said, yeah. And then he told a story about Coach Saban talking about D's nuts. And and so I'm asking Tua about this, and then you're going to see Tua's face like, my parents are out in the audience, and I'm going to be answering
6: this question. He was way more uncomfortable with that.
5: yes, yes, than anything anything to do with his hip.
4: Absolutely. So
5: then we're done with the interview, and I'm sitting at the desk getting ready for the next segment, and then one of our floor directors comes over and goes up. "Uh, Tua's parents would like to talk to you, and I go, oh, no, this can't go well. And then they were just very nice. They just said, you know, we wanted to meet you. Thank you for the kind things you've said about our son. I thought I was going to get scolded there by uh, Dan. Yes, Paul?
0: We're we're still discussing Joe Burrow's level of confidence because we love it, and he's a great interview. He's unguarded. Like, Russell's
1: more guarded. They have similar confidence, but Russell presents it in a different way. Joe's like, let's go. Yeah, McLovin. I mean, he has an incredible reputation as a great teammate. Everyone loves him, but he looks like an '80s movie bad guy, like from a teen movie. William Zabka from Yeah, R- he looks like yeah. Karate Kid. He's yeah. a frat guy who makes fun of the nerds. He's that look to him. I
5: could see him as like
1: the second or third guy with Karate Kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get him a body bag. Yeah, but all reports his personality is nothing like that at all. Yes, yeah, dude. But it it, it isn't enough to go all like dad mode
6: on you or something though. But he like if. He, his confidence starts with, I know I'm going to do the best I can, and as long as I feel I've done the best I can, then I can't lose. Hockey. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, that's basically what he was saying, and you're like, yeah, you know, you know what, kid, you're right. Just do the best you can. You'll but, always win. But I do wonder if people will read him. Aaron Rodgers
5: had that kind of draft profile where his personality turned some people off. Uh, I don't know if people will have a, a different experience interviewing Joe and they come away with something. Because you can come away with, he's either really confident, he's really cocky. Yeah, in the club. Until Mr. Miyagi beats it out of him. Yeah? Karate did. I know, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Could have done without that comment. Could have just gone right into the next hour. Eric Stone Street, star of Modern Family, has got a beef with me. And uh, I got to pay off a bet. And then I got something for him. All of that coming up here. Final hour Prager Friday.
0: Super Bowl week, Kavita.
8: Yeah, man. I mean, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs just went off during these playoffs, and that Niners defense is just stout.
0: Right. And the one guy everyone will be watching closely is the dude who torched the souls of Packers fans and basically gave Jimmy Garoppolo the day off. That was good. Dive. Another
4: first down carry and more. How about a touchdown? His fourth
3: touchdown of the ball game. Raheem Mostert ran for 220 yards and four touchdowns against Green Bay. This is a guy who was cut by six different NFL teams and who before the season was mostly seen as a special teams player.
0: And so today we're gonna to speak with the athletics Tim Kawakami, who has been covering the 49ers for years, about how much of a surprise Mostert's performance really was, if he was a one-game wonder. And how surfing
8: has influenced the way he runs. The wave hits and then he's gone. It's a very interesting kind of
0: combination of a surfer running back. From Wondery and The Athletic, I'm Andres Kelto,
3: and I'm Kavitha Davidson. This is the lead. It felt like something great was happening. There
7: was just something about the
1: emotion and that moment. This isn't a story. It stays with you.
0: So, Tim, Raheem Mostert's performance against the Packers was truly historic. What was his reaction after the game?
8: It was like, yay, Raheem, did you know it was one of the greatest games a running back ever had in the NFC Championship?
1: No, I did not, actually. And truthfully for you to even say that right now, it's like... It, I, I'm still shocked. Like, I can't believe that.
8: That's the kind of guy he is, the kind of guy a lot of these players are, but especially Raheem, has been bouncing around from, league, from team to team, really wasn't thought of as a running back until the 49ers just started plugging him in there, and he just never had a bad run. He just never went for less than five yards, so you might as well just keep giving it to him.
1: Somehow, the handoff into the arms of Mostert. He's gone. Touchdown, San Francisco. You
8: know, just he still acts like a journeyman he acts like a guy who was a special teams player who isn't going to be a featured back while he's putting up some of the you know mega numbers in the playoffs that they all treat themselves and they look at the world like they're a bunch of journeymen it's it's very very refreshing Uh, and i think it is a large part of how they've kind of coalesced together they all nobody's bigger than anybody else in that locker room even the guy who goes for 200 whatever yards in the nfc championship game
0: he's a surfer right he is a surfer
8: first of all you got no wetsuit on you're just straight trunks you ride longboard shortboard you've been
5: to Mavericks yet like like walk us through the surfing and when you started and how you get into that
4: you know I started uh surfing when I was about 13 or 14 and uh you know it's just been a big hit for me uh going out there in the waves and riding the waves like you see in this video man um just enjoying the 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 atmosphere and the water and I want to go to Mavericks
8: you know almost got a surfing contract from Billabong he's the Florida Waves, out here in California, we're not sure what that is, but uh, I guess they get waves out there, and he's certainly, he runs like a surfer. in
1: the backfield, he gets it. Samuel out in front.
8: Touchdown! Kind of feels the crest, he kind of like glides towards to where the hole is, and then catches the next wave, and there he's gone, and guys... Don't expect him to get past him, and they get past him. It's not like a classic running back. He's not like Walter Payton juking, juking, juking. He's kind of, kind of filling the moment, feeling where it is. The wave hits, and then he's gone. It's a very interesting kind of combination of a surfer running back. And
0: uh, do you think he's been enjoying his time in the spotlight here?
8: Yes, <laughs> I think he has. He understands what it's like not to be any part of this, to be a, such an afterthought, you're cut by five teams. He understands that, you know, a world where he's not a star, he's lived in that world. So he's going to enjoy it a little bit. Again, I don't think he's seeking out crazy fame, but these guys are all kind of enjoying it. Right now, they're all kind of like, this is pretty good. This is pretty good right now. And so, Tim, Mostert's performance seemed to come out of nowhere.
0: But did you foresee this?
8: You know, I don't think you ever foresee a guy going for 200-plus in an NCAA championship unless he's, you know, a top, top pick. He certainly wasn't. But he's been impressive. Every time he's carried the ball, he's been impressive. He's been a star special teamer, so you know he had some skills. But you saw something building there, and you sometimes running backs just come out of nowhere. You just, the Shanahans are famous for that. Pulling some guy out of the fifth round, he runs for 1,000 yards. Mostert is in that category. They've tapped into something with him. Kyle Shanahan recognized it, though. So he's been good for most of the season.
0: Well, Tim, thanks for joining us, and it'll be interesting to see if Mostert and the 49ers can pull it off on Sunday.
8: All right. I'll see you. Talk, Talk to you later. Napa
1: Know
2: Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break $25? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores. While supplies last. Offer ends 331.20.